hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another thrilling edition here of the Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. So, all you guys are, uh, hope you're having fun out there in the uh, nice, nice cold Rochester weather. Uh, I'm happy to be back. Last week we uh, gave a voice to uh, Chris, uh, one of our favorite guys we have here in Rochester, Chris Thompson. Uh, And uh, thanks for those folks who wrote in and said hello and were saying that they enjoyed hearing a repeat of an old show because they like what he was talking about. So I thought it was a fitting way to end up our uh, the Black History Month is having one of the best voices here in Rochester discussing what he... uh, what we needed to know so i loved it so you guys are listening in here to the mind of magnus um i always want to give a shout out and thank you to those people who make this a reality those of course the patreon supporters that uh, go to rochesterfreeradio.com click the big orange button and donate a couple dollars a month to uh, keep the radio going keeps the microphones hot and of course keeps us rolling in the gold so that's how it is around here but i want to give a thank you to the guy who makes this show sound amazing as always the guy in the glass box mr matt obscure how you doing in there matt Good evening. How are you doing this evening? Doing pretty good. Doing great. If I have the headset on right today, even better. I think I have them backwards. We'll switch it around a little bit, I guess. So I was just saying, we were wrapping up the last show, and I was like, hey, 360 no-scope. I got that all in there. Didn't have the headphones on. Cued it all up. We're, we're killing it tonight. See, the power, the power. Oh, my gosh. So how you been doing? You having a good days? Great. Yeah, George and I are holding it down in here right now. Nice. It's been good so far today. I told you it was a very domestic day. Oh, you were. You're doing very domestic stuff. Doing yeah. laundry and... All that good stuff. Wild, Gr- crazy man. stuff, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, side note, people wrote in... Uh, I, we had Friday morning drive time. We had a discussion uh, a while back about some wrestlers in your wrestling podcast. So I'm going to give a little bit of a, a, a shout-out again because people are like, they want to hear it, by the way. So we have some fans that like, yeah. whenever that man gets a podcast going about wrestling, let me know. So so. It's coming soon. We're on the road to WrestleMania, and uh, Josh and I were just talking about it the other night. Um, there, If anyone likes wrestling, they know that indie wrestling just kind of shows up around WrestleMania, and it's just like a giant three-ring circus all weekend. Uh-huh. So there's this group of wrestling companies called The Collective. The Collective. And there are like 12 different shows going on that oh, wow. we're going to watch all of, and that's going to be our first episode <laughs> telling you which ones of The Collective were worth watching. Oh, good. Well, those folks who wrote in uh, want to know more, it'll be perfect. So if you want to write in any point in time tonight on the show, you can do so. Magnofmagnus at gmail.com is the uh, email address you can get right here to the show. We'll answer any question you have for myself, my guests, anything about you know hair care products, of course, because I'm so well-versed in that. And uh, But uh, also, if you want to tweet along, uh, Twitter at Magnus Apollo on Twitter. And uh, the guy in the glass box is Matt Obscure. At Twitter. Matt Obscure. Ask yeah. me anything wrestling you like. Ask me about the uh, GCW uh, Suburban Fight Show that was over the weekend that was wild. Where was that at? It was out in L.A. And it was in a warehouse. Mm, warehouse fights. Yeah. No, <laughs> no ring. Warehouse. Just a warehouse. There was a Ski-Doo involved, projection TV. Wow, a ski-doo's involved. Man, you know it must be a great party there. Mouthful, mouthfuls of gravel, a beer can stuck in a sprinkler. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. It sounds like a Stefan sketch, but it, it, it all happened. It was great. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, you get me on talking about it every once in a while. I'm getting, becoming more and more of a fan thanks to uh, your excitement levels, so it's pretty darn good. Oh, so uh, tonight, uh, you know how I love kind of exploring, hiding art, doing cool stuff. You know, that's my thing. I like kind of going for finding the random weird, seeing the kind of odd little spots here anywhere I go. Absolutely. So tonight, I'm actually super excited because our guest tonight is going to be a person that not only shares the love, but makes it look darn good. So uh, our guest tonight, this is a guy that I'm going to say his Instagram handle a zillion different times tonight because you need to check it out. You need to see the work he's doing. I love urban decay photography. I love watching kind of nature reclaiming what it 
thinks it's there. It's it. You know, what I mean, human hubris think they can build an awesome house, and nature's like, guess what? Give me some time. I'll take some take it out. So uh, B is joining me tonight. Actually, I'm gonna bring him right in now. Uh, Night Fox Creative Media, uh, and B, thank you for coming in. Oh my gosh, I want to talk about just your photography that is stunning, that captures, and also you make people look good next to it. It's amazing too, which is so darn cool. So join me. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, so uh, Night Fox Creative Media is what the Instagram handle people should be clicking right now. If you're driving, don't please don't die. Uh, uh, you know, pin this for later, maybe something else. But uh, I have been following your uh, Instagram feed for a, a, as soon as someone, I think, tagged us. I think it was a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, a, a real estate person here in Rochester. Well, I'm going to have on the show one of these nights, too. Um, and the... The photos I saw are not just like, oh, here's a house kind of dilapidated. This is, you're inside this house. Here's a great shot with a chair. It is, and this, the, the urban, like the world has just fallen in, like dystopian, but still a message, an image. You capture moments so well. And I have, I have to get the, the gushing out of the way right now for, you know, I dig your work. But um, so you are a photographer here in Rochester uh, that does, how, how do you describe what you do? Um, you know, I like to think of myself as a creative. Um, I kind of like to do a little bit of everything. Um, it's it's always nice to have a new challenge and just get out there and shoot something new. So anything from wedding photography to now videography um, is 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 everything that we carry. But uh, Urban Decay really is what, what gets me going. Um, I, I've got a curiosity that uh, is a little difficult to satisfy at times. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, just something looking good on the outside. I I got I got to go inside and and see what else is is left behind. Nice. Oh, and you've been. Uh, how long have you been doing the uh, this urban decay? Now the term urban decay is still correct, right? I'm not using some antiquated old term or something else. I mean, uh, no, no. Urban exploration is the uh, I'd say the politically correct term okay. for it. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, sometimes shortened to urbex. Urbex. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's really about capturing decay. Um, it's such a unique thing to capture. Some places, you know, are just in the beginning stages. To I've been in places where you know the floor is a little unstable you know so it's really nice to kind of see how this progression happens throughout the years mm-hmm. oh so you and uh, you seem to be uh uh willing to like to travel and check these places out because you're not just i mean not just rochester i've seen you you're definitely moving out and finding i mean you probably hit every space here locally multiple times probably by now because you, you strike me as a person that is is ready to go when you need to go and do stuff so. oh oh absolutely <laughs> um you know there's been times where i've found a place on a map uh, i use google maps a lot it's really one of the best tools for finding these places and uh you know i couldn't wait so I, i'd wake up real early in the morning and i'd be out there at sunrise just checking it out because <laughs> i'd be up all night thinking about it anyway so oh that's awesome so uh now now, you're being a photographer here, I, I want to talk, do a little bit of background a bit on you, though. But you're not a person. You didn't like. You're not a, a college level. You didn't. You have a master's in photography. All this amazing work I'm seeing. You, you're relatively self-taught. I mean, you you have taken courses, or but tell me more about what like how do you do what you do? I mean, are you a a uh, uh, I mean, I think we talked a little bit before about random cool stuff that you're like a much like me, a YouTube uh, an entertainer or. Educator? Absolutely. Well, you know, education, a lot of time goes into education. So, well, I do not have a degree. Um, I'd like to think of myself as a PhD on YouTube. Um, (laughs) You know, whatever the topic it is, um, there's always a great video or a great way to go find out and how to do that. So, um, you know, I actually moved to Rochester a couple years ago and uh, I was looking kind of bored. I didn't have any hobbies. I didn't know anybody. 
And uh, I read about the abandoned subway that we have downtown, and mm-hmm. I, I thought it seemed pretty cool. Uh, so I went out and I bought a camera because, you know, of course, what better way to have an adventure is to document it. Um, so about three and a half years ago or so, I, I kind of just picked up a camera and started shooting. And then uh, quite a few YouTube videos later, I had a kind of <laughs> decent idea of what I was doing. And uh, then I kind of the love for Finding Decay just took over. And, and that's really how things got so started. So Rochester Subway is the, uh, the thing that kind of got you in? I mean, that that's the one that that hooked you well yeah you know it's not always just about the decay um i mean i'm just the the the, not just decay but i'm saying that i'm i'm actually as a as a fan of rochester hearing that um the rochester subway is one of the first things that i love having this like tunnel sort of like ominous like yeah just you you can walk down and keeps going like if you come from the one end probably five years ago you still can walk over like you know from dinosaur and kind of cut in bright big arches and then there's this ominous shadowy area like oh it keeps going if you want to go that way like heck yeah so yeah you know it definitely was a a once in a lifetime experience um and it was cool because it's a pretty pretty low low risk risk place you know what i mean that you can go down um the entrance by dinosaur barbecue has since been closed off um but you still can get in from the nick tahoe side or over by blue cross but yeah you know that's uh one beautiful thing is is that whole entire place is just a piece of art Mm -hmm. um every time i go down it's just completely new art different artists so it's, it's very cool that we have a spot in the city that you know there's there's world class uh, artistic graffiti that you can go down and see anytime. So yeah, I was uh, I, I give tours every once in a while. People come in, and I'm like I gladly give a tour. And like you said, we're we're world class. There's people down there. There's stuff on this like chuck on the ceiling. Guy from Belgium that came in. People, you know, I, I'm a little bit biased because I like working with wall therapy and those sort of awesome folks. But we have things made around there. Some places a little higher. We actually will give a guy a ladder. Like yeah, go ahead paint. We want you to be above everyone else because they came in from you know Europe or across the country or something else um but and it's i love it. it's an always evolving thing you can go down every week and see a new piece of pretty impressive art down there so oh my gosh i'm so great i'm happy and like you said you can come over from the uh uh like uh, nick tahoe's side over there it's good it sets that tone walking through the ominous dark you know so um but it is truly is and like said low risk because that's what i'm probably gonna bring up at some point is the idea of there's some risk so we should always little disclaimer uh, uh, don't do this at home, right, folks? Yes, I do not condone any illegal activity. Um, <laughs> always ask for permission. There you go. But uh, yeah, risk is definitely always a factor in in, uh, in in getting into these places and 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 staying out of trouble. Oh my gosh! And also, uh, I know you're on a diet and lost forty something pounds. I think you were saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been I've been doing the keto diet. Um, absolutely, uh, I love it. Um, it was a great way to lose a bunch of weight during the winter. Nice. It was a little bit tougher to get outside and, and even go exploring. <laughs> but I was thinking. Like, like, you know, I'm a big guy myself, and people chuckle. Like, I'll go through places. And I always tell people, if I can go through, that means you can. I, I tested the floor enough, but there's definitely risk involved. I, have you ever taken uh, in some tumbles or anything else? Oh, absolutely. So um, one of my favorite places, uh, this beautiful house that's on the end of a dead-end road, something that you would never see until you kind of just drive down it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got a gorgeous orange chair and a, and a late 40s maybe early 1950s tv set in it and uh, absolutely gorgeous house so i first explored it back in 2015 in the area and like to stop back periodically and just see kind of how decay's been progressing mm-hmm. and uh the last time i went i wasn't watching my footing while trying to just get that right angle oh, oh. and uh took a little tumble through the kitchen floor into the basement oh no oh um, my god literally through the floor to the basement yeah yeah well <laughs> oh, so, you know uh, during the summertime when things were a lot wetter the the wood's a lot weaker and you know <laughs> i'd already been there so i wasn't I wasn't being cautious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the you've been there. The the kitchen floor hasn't changed that. I don't think. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, so, but no broken bones or you know, anything else? <laughs> no, thank goodness. Um, I always try to explore with a friend if I can. Um, you, you never know. Um, there's definitely some, some risks involved, but we like to think about them as calculated risks. So, <laughs> Worth it for the shot, huh? Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Tom just writes in and he's like, I did it once, I fell, I broke my finger. <laughs> I, so uh, kudos for you for doing this. Uh, he also says, loves. He, checking out your Instagram, loves it. So. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so uh, y- y- now you said revisiting spots. Uh, so you definitely... Definitely have some favorites and things. Now, um, I'm, 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 I, I know I, I want to. I always put a plug at the end of the show, but I want to give a plug now for stuff that you're working on. Uh, that you have some uh, like merchandise that you're going to be working on. You have some books that are available and some other stuff too, right? Is this our goal? You have- uh, yeah, absolutely. So we're launching a oversized coffee table book. Um, it'll be available on April 9th. Um, it's just a nice large 12 by 12 coffee table book with some of my favorite spots. Um, all of the spots are actually local-ish to us within about two hours or so. They're all, all here in upstate New York. Um, and it's just some really cool levels of decay, but it's packed full of a ton of history. It's it's amazing to, to go back and, and learn, you know, recent things. Or, I'm sorry, historical things about these places, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in recent times. Um, you know, we've got quite a few places locally here in Rochester whose history is just unbelievable. Um, you know, where we, there was a lot of, of firsts we've had. Um, have you ever heard of American Canco? American Canco. No, I have not heard of American Canco. So it's this uh, company out in Fairport. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually known for quite a few things. Uh, they pioneered what's called the sanitary can. Um, if you guys all go look in your kitchen, I'm sure you have something that's uh, canned goods, whether fruits or vegetables. Um, and that was pioneered here in Rochester. And uh, throughout the years, they went and experimented and actually introduced the first beer can. Um, to, oh to my. Yeah, right, the first, the first, first beer can. First beer can. Yeah, not. not quite what we know it as today, but uh, it was right towards the end of Prohibition, and they made a deal with a company outside of North Carolina, and uh, the, the first beer cans were, were bottled by a local company here. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Uh, we actually, oops, we actually just had a uh, uh, Linda message in saying about history exclamation exclamation point. Uh, she, I, I would love doing that sort of aspect to see things. Uh, what was your favorite? Bit of history. So actually, as you as you were explaining that, I think you actually are partly psychic because Linda was asking that exact question. So nice, nice, nice. So oh my God, first can beer can Fairport. Say now, but you're. I love hearing this tone. You're very excited about the history. This is so it's not just getting a you know what the moment is now where that house is, but as you're standing in there, you you feel do you, like. Uh, are you drawn for places that feel like there may be more history or once you get in there, there's always history at any spot. What do you think? Yeah. So, you know, um, I usually find a location first. Um, and I, I don't try to look up too much history until after I got home. Nice. That's um, good, yeah. it, it's, it's just, uh, I don't want to get too excited or too anticipated about things, but it's really nice connecting the dots when I look backwards. Um, you know, Oh my goodness. I, you know, that's usually why there's a revisit cause I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but you know, looking back at, you know, the, the historical significance of places that are now, you know, um, just wasting away is, is, is crazy to think that, you know, something this monumental happened here, and then now you know it's just another building you drive past, you just know. fading into exist uh, out of existence. So, oh my gosh, uh, uh, uh Nick, uh, just message actually an email in uh, the mind of magazine gmail.com. Nick's asking, uh, is your favorite most visited place? Uh, do you have one if you want to share it? And he's he, this is Nick's a guy who travels around with us too sometimes, so he gets it. He's like, you know, uh, uh, so his statement is, I, I'm totally blowing, blowing him out, but saying, uh, he's like, great, greatest space if he can't. Uh, doesn't want to say it on air. Give him my email address. 
fun, by the way. But is your most what's your most visited? How many times have you gone to certain places? Oh well? goodness. Um, you know, I would just have to uh, put the Rochester psychiatric psychiatric campus as a whole. Um, oh, you know, nice. just because it's local and um, there's a couple different buildings on the property, some that are more accessible than others. Um, we all drive past uh, the large Terrence Tower and think mm-hmm. about that one, but there's a few other buildings in the back that have some more hidden secrets in them. So, <laughs> um, you know, that'd probably be my most visited. Uh, there was a stint uh, last summer. I, I must have been there five, six times over the course of two or three months just because, you know, I wanted to find all these details and it's such a large, beautiful property with so much architecture and, you know, what really does it for me is the peeling paint. Mm. Um, (laughs) It's the the colors, the pastel colors, um, seeing layers of paint just slowly peel off and, and expose a layer underneath. So you heard it here first. Uh, watching paint dry, the end result is where you'll show up at. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. to know. Good full to circle. Know. Full <laughs> circle. <laughs> oh, so um, uh, yeah. And now, you know, focusing on Rochester because it's easy. I know, uh, being a local guy, um, is uh, is our area in this area kind of good for finding these sort of things or is there a cult area that's maybe better um out of curiosity someone actually messaged me like asking that sort of question here well you know it really depends on the style that you're into um you know throughout the years i went from places that we would consider epic mm-hmm. uh, more difficult places like hospitals and schools to get into to now i really appreciate finding homes especially in rural areas um the stories that they tell in the little details Oh, yeah. Really come full circle. So where I might not be able to research much more than tax or purchase history easily online, um, seeing the details of things that were left behind or, you know, there was one home I was in that there was a, a journey, a journal diary left behind and oh, wow. her son was in jail and she wrote about the struggles that she had. And, you know, it was just such a, a powerful piece of authenticity that you can't find anywhere yeah, and but you did find it sitting by itself left for to the universe to do what it wanted to it and well, you were there like you've encountered this thing oh this house was completely packed full borderline hoarder house on how much stuff oh was still gosh. in it and it was just one of those things that you know i just pick up and i'll look at something i'll, I'll breeze through something i'll check to see if the vhs tape's still in the container <laughs> <laughs> you know my curiosity just runs rampant and uh yeah it was it was such a such a, a beautiful piece of you know something so intimate that I, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that that I was reading it. You know, <laughs> I, so the, I'm uh, an explorer sort of person myself. I, I'm always if there is a odd looking something in the distance, my brain wants me to go and check it out, be there. And I, I'm, I'm not to anything nefarious. I'm really just curious. And luckily. It strikes that most time I've never really had too much problem with police or something else. I know I've had about three people ask me about police already. We'll get to that probably later. But um, I, I'm like I'm there because I have a general like I want to take capture a picture of it. I want to see what's in there. But I'm not not taking things. But I just want to you know. There's no nefarious reason. I'm just generally curious what's going on in there. And uh, it strikes me as you like. Are you like driving down the road? Do you see a building and it's like put a little mark on the Google Maps to visit later, or you depending on the time you hang a left and just go there right now? Oh, um, you know, there's uh, I like to be early, so there that leaves time for I just need to go take a quick peek or go look through the window or you know it's curiosity is something that um, really keeps me going. Um, so yeah, I, I've pulled over on the side of the road just because like you know what I need to check this place out. Um, you know, one thing that I've definitely learned quickly that. Um, 
places can decay and can collapse. Um, they can be burned down, whether naturally or by arson. You know, so there's places that I went to go revisit, and then they're just gone. Oh my gosh! So just swallowed um, up, huh? Yeah. So I, I always like to take every chance I get and uh, take just a quick peek or, or stop by. Um, Google Maps is is wonderful. Um, I have so many pins on there that they've got the strangest labels just for a reason. That why I need to go back. <laughs> oh, so. Uh, so these uh, like family homes, but like I've seen some photos. There were some recent ones of these like, huge estates that I would just move into. It seems like there's some pieces I've seen on your Instagram that are not just like the little farmhouse under the street. There's some large buildings that are left to their own devices. It seems like oh, I can think of at least five or six houses I've been in that are in the five hundred thousand plus range. Oh my god! Um, it, you so know, the bank owns it. And no, the kind of a scenario you think? Yeah, you know, I've done some history research on some of them, and and I've uncovered some tax records and some lawsuits, and you know what what drives these houses to to go abandoned is, is usually some sort of bad business deal, mm. um, whether it's with personal finances or 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 um, you know some shady business dealings we found at one place. Um, it's amazing to find that these places have have just gone vacant when they're they're left full of contents you know so we're not just talking just the house itself's vacant we're talking about thousands of dollars worth of property or mm-hmm. furniture and it's pretty amazing to, to find these details and once you factor in that mother nature is slowly taking them back and kind of you know starting to flex and change things um the way that mold and decay and paint all just kind of puts together just really makes a nice, mm-hmm. you know, it's a nice viewing experience. <laughs> uh, I agree. I, I, two people, uh, Guy Wan just wrote in. He's like, I'm already loving it. I, I, I'll follow Instagram when I get home. So uh, this is great, by the way. Um, someone, uh, Matt, also writes in asking, says, do you have a picture of the mall? <laughs> yes. Yes, I That's do. A, I think this person may know you just made a statement. It seems like it's prompting to check out like about a photo of a mall. Uh, yeah, so um, Arondequoit <laughs> Mall, also known as Medley Center locally, um, I, I have quite a few pictures of there. Um, we're actually doing a, a special edition with a coffee table book. Um, you know, when I first started, I always had a tough time about mm-hmm. little things and treatments, but... Um, while I was in the mall, I ended up finding some carousel tokens. Uh, oh my gosh! Wow. So um, I got a handful of those that you know, either they were going to be uh, thrown away or somebody else was going to take them or destroyed. I mean, the carousel is being sent to China. It's supposed to be I, getting I disassembled that. this this month. So uh, you know, I made the choice to take them. <laughs> but um, what I wanted to give back was, um, you know, a lot of us went to this mall as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my aunt said it was the first mall she ever went to. Oh, nice. You know, so it was really just it was really really such a great place. So. Um, uh, we're doing a special edition. We're packaging those coins with uh, with only twenty of the books because that's that's all that I have. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, I have pictures of the carousel, um, tons of the storefront. You know, the mall was a really cool place to explore because we all go to retail places all the time, but we don't get to go in the back room yeah, or yeah, in the yeah. back hallways. <laughs> um, so you know, that place was really cool to appease my curiosity. Just going all these, I went back to every storeroom. I, I just had to, had see. to see it. I just had to know why. Like, what was so cool? I couldn't go back there. So, you know, the mall's the mall's an absolutely beautiful place. I was really happy. I was able to photograph that before the the changes that are taking place yeah. now. Now, it, I was told I don't know if this is true or not, but it's one of the best preserved malls in. I mean, maybe period. I'm not sure, but it's one of the best preserved malls. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so very nostalgic. I mean, it didn't close down until the later 2000s mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, but they there there's still all the old Arondequoit medley posters in there. Oh wow. Um, there's a bunch of great retro storefronts there's a flip phone um banners in there and one of the sprint stores so there's just a lot of cool 
really cool nostalgic stuff that you know I remember like it was nothing but then here it is you know this mall's in the beginning was in the beginning stages of of falling apart and being let go so mm. oh my gosh uh uh, now, <laughs> someone just wrote it. It's like, so Medley Center has a Twitter account. You ever see the the, the comical sort of Twitter account? Uh, they're like, I hope that person knows about your work because it seems pretty neat to share. So if we don't know, we're gonna we're gonna tweet it out here if we don't. Apparently, so those listening in, make sure the uh, Medley Center is aware of how cool a person photographer taking photo- uh, photographs of them is. So um, now, uh, so you've done adventures there. Uh, uh, oh, side note, three people already messaged about trivia, so I'll give a trivia question in about a minute or so. Do not worry, we do have one. Um, so uh, we have, uh, you have like large buildings, this sort of one. Is there one that you've been kind of like, you hope to get? I mean, is there, not 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 exact location, but is there something that you, I see you like doing homes, but is there a, if you, like say you kind of win the lotto here, you're going to be, well, I'm taking my cross-country tour for the, you know, most towns that have melted down or something. Is there a thing that you're hoping to um, capture? Yeah, you know, um, especially there, there is something big in the local area. I won't go into detail until it happens, but... Um, Smart man. There are, uh, there's quite a few historical hospitals um, in the in the an hour or two-hour area that really catch my fancy, but um, they, they're a little bit more difficult to, need to, ac- to gain access to. Um, some of the properties are still active. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it requires some uh, special navigating to, to, to get in properly. Uh, uh, Nick wrote in asking, have you, ever, have you used drones to scope an area out? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I do have a drone. Um, my drones help me out a couple times. Um, you ever walk around with just a drone controller and say, I lost my drone? People are so much more forgiving that you're poking around where you're not supposed to be. <laughs> so I've probably used it more for that. But, yeah, absolutely. I'll do a quick flyover and, and check a place out or just kind of get a scope of the land. Or sometimes it helps me see some things that aren't necessarily available from eye level nice. um, in case I have to do a little bit of scaling. So Look at you using technology. Wow. Uh, you guys are just tuning in right now. This is B. We're talking uh, Night Fox Creative Media. Uh, he's a photographer, videographer, creative person. This guy is just I. We had a chat. We we're going to have an hour chat at a bar a while back, and I think that turned into a three-hour chat. Just you it, was, know. it was a late night. It was a late night. We had a lot of fun though. Uh, but uh, uh, and uh, like I, I, one of the reasons I enjoyed it and wanted to make sure have you on. Your work was amazing, but uh, chatting with you, I realized that you're a person that. You're, you're very driven. I mean, you're not, uh, I mean, you're uh, uh, not an older gentleman. I mean, you're, and, um, but you seem to have quite a drive about you and you seem like determined. So this is, uh, you're, this seems to be growing too. I mean, I see uh, wedding photography as well uh, and just more and more like uh, uh, very different type, uh, varied photography, excuse me. So um, uh, I, moving into more crazy cool thing seems like uh yeah absolutely you know so i just started out with a with a camera taking some pictures for fun uh which turned into taking some senior portraits which turned into some wedding photos and <laughs> and now uh, we actually just started doing video and and that's really a, a nice medium i like to tell a creative story so um i always like a good challenge I, i'm never satisfied um you know in a good got, way i guess right oh in the best way possible you know so I, w- I was actually i was chatting with my brother on the phone and I, I like to do things multiple times to make sure they're right. And, and he tells me, he's like, if you ever got kidnapped, all you'd have to say is, I did it right the first time. <laughs> and he would know. That's that's the code word that uh, something's not okay here. Oh, noted. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, uh, actually, no, we'll take a quick little uh, second here because people are harassing me. So, this is how it works. I um, 
Uh, I like random facts. I like meeting new people. And uh, what I do, I tend to regurgitate my random facts on my social media. And one of the things I do here is when a guest comes on, I try to find Rochester sort of centric trivia. Um, and uh, so I ask a question. You have all show to answer it. Uh, people can tweet in, message back and forth if they want to. Um, if you get it right, you get to join me for like Meatballs and Beer at Skylark. Uh, people can join us. You want to learn more about the conversation. Uh, uh, the first person to write in and get the right answer uh, online also can, like I said, can join us. I'll treat them. Um, or like I said, if you you know don't want to see me again, you get cash value. That's how it works. No <laughs> one else does, but you get the cash value if you you know. But uh, so trivia tech question for Night Fox Creative here is. Uh, since you're a person that shares the, um, let's see, shares the love of those last few moments of a building existence, uh, I figure you might appreciate a question about the structure that is no longer here anymore. So in Mount Hope Cemetery, there was once a very tall stone platform. And you may know this. Who knows? But there's a very tall stone platform. From there, you can go up about four stories to look out over uh, early Rochester. Uh, you can even see Lake Ontario over the trees and everything else. So in Mount Hope Cemetery, there's a crazy tall, one of the first tall structures that is no longer there anymore. Uh, do you know what it was called? No. Nah. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, what I'll do, instead of having a multiple choice answer, which you normally do multiple choice answers, I'm going to give a bit of uh, tips uh, and uh, some uh, uh, maybe a little hints here and there throughout the rest of the show. So if you don't know, I didn't know if you actually may know. You seem a very oddly informed man. So I figured I'd start asking you, like, I know this, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, there was a very, very tall, uh, one of the first tall stone structures in Rochester was in Mount Hope Cemetery. Uh, and there's actually, uh, we did a, a bit of a news on it a while back on something. But I didn't know. If you know what the answer is, let us know. But if you guys listening in have hints or tips for our lovely host tonight and guest tonight, excuse me, uh, let us know as well. But uh, do you know what the uh, tall structure was in Mount Hope Cemetery? Um, you're going to have to give me a minute to think about that. I, I, have, a, I have a general idea, but I, I, I don't think it's correct. Okay, so. well, well, we have all the rest of the show. We'll give some hints out there. Uh, the guy to beat is the man in the glass box in there, Mr. Matt Obscure. He's a guy, uh, we were doing pretty good. He was getting like every single one right, and then for a while he was having a cold... Uh, Cold streak, and then I think he's getting back involved in it now. So I don't know if he, he won last time or not. I, I was doing so badly that we just stopped doing it on the show for a while. <laughs> it was it was that embarrassing. Actually, what it was, I had people uh, saying that they, it was an easy questions. Every time I put them online, like these are too easy, so I just stopped doing it because I've been kind of childish, I guess. <laughs> Wait a minute. The easy ones were the ones I was getting? See? Now, that, see, that's see, where see. it is. We, we finally, <laughs> two years into it, have figured it out. Well, I don't want to burst your bubble. I don't want to have you, you know, start crying in there. Uh, the glass box fills with tears. It'd be horrible. I drown. <laughs> so that tall structure was the prototype for the Eiffel Tower. It was actually a, uh, a precursor to a, a radio telescope um, that was beaming out into space to try to attract uh, the first uh, extraterrestrials. See, this is we're learning so Back much right now. Back in there. 1893, and and the best thing is, is red herrings can be used by people online or in glass boxes. So you never it, know. It was actually, um, it was a, a combo project with Eiffel and Nikola Tesla, <laughs> uh, and it no longer stands because Thomas Edison knocked it down. See, that's exactly what happened. You're giving away all the answers here. My with, gosh, with the mechanical elephant. The, the zombified mechanical elephant that he sent oh, uh, after it, he killed it. Actually, uh, what was the... We had it before. Uh, what's the name of the elephant? Oh, my gosh. I can't think of it. That na- the elephant's name was Michael Bolton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, it actually, um, it could have been the, uh, the electronic god that we made here, right? The mechan- mechanical messiah was the one they... The God Machine. That's right. It was the God Machine. God Machine took it out. Uh, side note: We have a lot of we're throwing a lot of random words out right now. We totally understand it. Uh, but actually, there was a thing roster called God Machine. If you ever want to check out random history, you like it. We had to talk about it one of the shows way back. Whenever trivia stuff. 
Uh, so, but tonight, so uh, don't worry about it. You have a question. You have all the show. People will give some hints and tips and ideas. Uh, but again, if you get it right, you can join me for Meatballs and Beer at Skylark. And we can continue, continue on this amazing, random, and cool uh, conversation here. Um, so, uh, but, uh, so if you guys are tuning in right now, uh, Night Fox Creative, uh, you, uh, is that your... Uh, web, what's the website handle? Yeah, so we just uh, keep it a little bit shorter at Night Fox Creative uh, for both our handle and our website. Nice. But uh, officially, it's Night Fox Creative Media. Perfect. So check them out. Oh, my gosh. Follow Instagram. Um, and uh, and if you're getting married, too, I, you actually were having the – you're uh, kind of merging these two. It seems like you had people wanting to be photographed with sort of – on insights and stuff is this something that is yeah actually be done here yeah you know so um I, I really like doing um the abandoned photography and then i really like doing portraits so i was able to mix those very well together um people love doing photos um in these places um and we get a little extra element of, of darkness into them which is fun um and, and now i'm actually starting to do um i did some engagement shoots in in some and uh now we're going to be doing some creative bride and groom portraits uh the day after the wedding because uh, oh, they, nice. they, they got things to do that day we can't risk getting in trouble but the next day uh you know we're gonna go out and we're gonna do some uh portraits uh you know in the the wedding dress and in, in, in the in the tux and i'm i cannot wait that's um, so great it's nice to be able to, to find some people who who like to do the creative stuff with me as well um I've got a ton of great supporters that have just, you know, people throughout the years have, have uh, let me do some crazy ideas with these portraits, and uh, <laughs> now it's a real thing. Oh, nice. Um, we have uh, uh, Jay's writes in, and he's like, I follow this guy. I love it. Actually, I think I saw you once taking a picture over near the waterfall on the, the bridge, that uh, rock bridge over there, someone was saying. I love that rock bridge. So, so, so Jay says he was checking out. He's like, I think I saw I, – I, he's like, I don't want to feel like I'm stalking you, but I think I saw you over there taking a picture once before with someone. So I'm a, I'm a fan of his work. Thanks for having him on. So thank you, Jay. Yeah, if any of you guys are not familiar, uh, on Instagram it's referred to as hashtag that rock bridge. Um, <laughs> it's a, an abandoned train bridge downtown um, that you should definitely not go on. It is super ridiculously high and it gets up there super quick. Really helped me get over my fear of heights. But um, it is a really cool spot in the city and you've just got a great view of downtown and the skyline. I actually like catching sunrises there just because you get a great view of the city like like no place else. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, that rock bridge. That's check, definitely check that one out. I, actually, as you did that, I had to do a search on it, and uh, your photos come up pretty first. There's some really, there's a lovely lady here standing with a great, great scene in the background. Look at you being all professional and cool. Well, yeah, we like to we like to mix it up a little bit. Um, that was uh, for an apparel shoot uh, for my friends over at Fly Definition. Um, we wanted to do some creative photos, but uh, they're local to Rochester, so we wanted just to kind of feature some some cool places in the background because you know we love the city. It's a great mm-hmm. it's a great place. So you have uh, your parent with the apparel. We have uh, um, you know wedding. Uh, you seem to be doing stuff with businesses too, and that ties in with videography. And now the word media seems that there's some other stuff happening. It seems like you're helping folks with getting their media handles as well. Um, yeah, you know, so I um, I like doing photos and I like doing video. Uh, social media is a lot of fun and a great way to engage people. Um, so that's kind of one of the next next chapters that we're going to be getting into is helping uh, some of our local small businesses uh, with LinkedIn photos, maybe some photos of, of them on their day to day business. You know, whether it's real estate, whether it's making pizzas. Um, we're we're really just engaged with the community and, and want to help 
um, help do some some creative branding and, and kind of just take that next step. So um, media is going to go into marketing, but um, you know, mainly I just want to play around with some more photo and video objects. Um, I, I like shiny objects, so I, <laughs> I need a way to always get the new camera or the drone or or whatever it is. So that keeps me pretty hungry for for that just that next avenue of business. God, oh well, keep yourself hustling. I mean, uh, I know during our chats you have other fun hobbies that uh, keeps you busy too. I mean, you're uh, fixing cars and doing some other cool stuff that way as well. Well, actually, you know, that's a, a nice little story we can touch on quickly. Um, so I, uh, you know, as a kid, I was always into uh, to Chevelles, specifically 1970 Chevelles. Oh wow! And uh, you know, I just always loved it. You know, that was a car I had the poster of on my wall. So uh, I actually went and I purchased one as my first car, and. Uh, you know, throughout the years, I needed some cash, so I ended up selling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it took me a couple months to find it back. Um, I just, I wanted, I was looking at a similar one, and I just knew it wouldn't be the same. So I, um, <clears throat> I actually went and I hunted down my original car. Um, I found it in an overpass. It was getting stripped for parts. Oh wow! Uh, legally, like they was yeah, at, yeah, it was yeah. at a business, and it was getting stripped down for some parts, and a couple things were already gone off from it. But I just I took a beautiful picture of it that day, all covered in the snow. Um, it was actually around March um, of twenty. 15 or 2014 that i found it back so um one oh of my- this we got to pause the process that you did find your car again this is amazing yeah <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty emotional moment i'm not gonna lie <laughs> well, that's um, awesome. it was it was a pretty big deal to, to find the you know it was my first car you yeah know, it was my yeah. first love so um so actually my uh uh one of my buddies had a print made up that day of uh of the car um of the day i found it all covered in ice and snow and uh i had that print hanging on my wall and that's kind of what what brought me out of the photography track i was like you know if i can take that good of a photo with my phone you know maybe i should buy a camera so nice that's why i just went out on the whim i bought the camera and i started the adventuring so we uh we have a real special bond me and the, the, oh, the- <laughs> roxanne is, is her name <laughs> my next question does she have a name yes it was uh. roxanne so um you know uh we uh first got together about 10 years ago um and uh you know we, we broke up for a few years in the middle, but I got her back. Got her back. That's- and uh, yeah, so we're doing the pleasure. I'm putting uh, a new engine in her uh, for the for this year. So oh, I nice. hope uh, I hope to do a road trip. That's my big. That's the big way. So, so you're doing it. a road trip, and you're going to take photos along the path. Is this going to be all combined into one? This car sort of. Oh, oh, absolutely. She <laughs> is going to get photographed very well. That's okay. So, um, yeah, I'm just something I'm really looking forward to. Um, you know, it, it's just being handy. Uh, I'm not specifically trained in any field, but you know, watching YouTube. Um, go back to my PhD training. Um, <laughs> watching a YouTube video, somebody else has already done it. There's four or five guys who did it, and. You can watch them, and, and, and they're, they're, they're just super helpful. You know, that's something that I, I would love to give back to the community as much. Um, that's that's self-taught just through YouTube and through other people sharing just their knowledge for free. You mm-hmm. didn't have to pay for it. It's um, a great feeling. It's, it's nice to know. Like, I, I love sharing concepts. If everyone knows how to do something, the next better thing comes about, I feel like. If everyone's on the same page, people always strive to be better. So holding the information doesn't necessarily make anything better. I mean, makes you feel... I know something, but I, I'm much like you. Uh, a community helping everyone get better means we all get so much better. And everything you love and enjoy, like the things you don't even understand, will kind of merge to get that better. Like the new technologies, because people share stuff, you know. So I totally agree with that sort of thought process. So, um, hey, so side note, we have a, uh, a tweet that came in because I know the answer to the trivia question, but I want to throw a hint out first. Uh, the hint is for you guys. Like, I, actually, I know this is actually true. Um, so I know what it is. There's a bar named after this tower, although it's nowhere near Mount Hope. It is in Bloomfield. Is the name of this? And there's actually a bar named after this structure. I mean, so, like, I thought I already gave the answer. Nah, you close to it. You know, keep keep guessing though. 
can try again. You actually can do some more. Yeah, <laughs> more right answers. All right, more coming soon. More coming soon. Oh my gosh! So yeah, there is a uh, there is a bar named after this structure, and if you're down from Bloomfield area, you can guess this one right. So <laughs> luckily, no one listens from Bloomfield because I don't think it goes that far. So it works out really well. So uh, Southern Tier guy listening in. So no name on that email. So so the name of that place, the the giant tower, was actually Sam's Bar and Grill. Sam, it, oh my gosh, it was. Oh. It was uh, and Cheers, <laughs> the theme song if, if was you, going on. It. If you climbed all the way up to the top, it was the best chicken wings in Rochester. Oh my gosh, that um, amazing. Also the inventor of the the hot sauce. I mean, a lot of Mr. People, Boss himself. Uh, no, a lot of people attributed it to Nick Tahoe, but it was actually at the top of Sam's Bar and Grill in Mount Hope Cemetery. Was Sam actually a part of this scenario? Was I mean, yeah, mean? yeah. Oh, uh, well, was just a clever name. Well, Sam was actually the the person that was buried in the crypt underneath. Oh, and sense. that was the secret of the hot sauce is it was actually imbued with some of his um, his aura. His aura? Oh, yeah. that, that's really like it brings that spice. Really right. kind of gets the palate going that way. Later on, Nick Tahoe actually subbed it out for nutmeg. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You probably never hear it again, but you're here to hear first. So that's how it works. Um, so you guys been checking out tonight. Uh, uh, Night Fox Creative is our guest. B from there. He is an amazing guy to follow. Uh, check out. I mean, so you have uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, do you have uh, a website? Um, are you a, a Twitter user? Out of curiosity, I, I'm, I just I don't get it. I, 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 I'm not sure. I just I just it, don't get it. it. All it is, it's, it's a live comment feed. I tell people, and it's like you can tune people out, you can follow people, whatever it is. Uh, I have enough followers. That's what live messages have been popping up and direct messages from Twitter. So um, I, I get it. It's like a, a scroll on the bottom of the news feed. Like that's what my kind of Twitter is. Like oh oh, that's something that is tuned it out. I never you know, but. I don't know. Although Matt, you you enjoy Twitter. You're a Twitter user. I do. I was off for a while, but I'm back now. It's it's fun to kind of catch little bits and pieces of news and people's kind of reaction to it. Yeah, I, mind you, I'm still Instagram. I'm 100. I'm a visual guy. I like the picture. I, I love my um, Instagram. Instagram is my all time favorite, though. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is it's a blast. I mean, there are certain people that you follow that are just like beer and pictures of their kids, but there are also like really cool photos on there. And oh my really Interesting things to see. Yeah, it definitely it translates well for me, and uh, seems to translate well for you. Now, uh, you are you were an Instagram user before, or did it kind of work at the same time, or how did the uh, uh, no, I just I was looking for a cool cool platform to share photos. Um, I, I like just enjoying uh, visual content mm-hmm. um, much more than photo content. I, I kind of like just to get immersed to a photo and, and study the little details and just mm-hmm. take a good look. So that's where my love of, of Instagram got started, and it's uh, it's a good platform just to, to share new new things, try new things out. Um, I like doing a live video now, every now and then when I'm exploring. Um, depends on the place. I don't always I don't want to tell people where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember I was watching one. You were uh, I think when you were announcing the book, you were actually at the space talking about it and kind of walking in. And it was a neat to watch. I mean, you can see. And also, as I'm watching, you're discussing. You're like, oh, and the floor is here, kind of. And I'm like, wait. And I'm like, well, now you know, if he dies, it's nine one one. We at least know what happened. So <laughs> yeah. So that's actually the the place that I mentioned earlier that I fell through the kitchen floor. That's actually the cover of my book. So oh my gosh. Um, it's a really just a, a really cool spot that um you just you'd never find again because it was on a dead end road. And uh, how did you hear about it, if you don't mind? Um, so, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you can look at a map and find places or, you know, find businesses that close on Google you need to go check out. But some of my all-time 
favorites just freestyling just get in the car and uh, there's a great fun game where you play left straight right oh yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, you just kind of see where the road takes you <laughs> sounds uh, amazing some of my favorite little places i've found like that just because there's no other way there's not a, a directory of closed places that you can go and visit so mm-hmm. kind of got to scrape together what resources you have seems like if the moment you put a list together that way it means everyone's going to be there then it's torn down and destroyed and what you are looking for is very much not that you let i mean there's there's a delay i mean obviously when you post pictures you don't seem to be like and here it is from today. There's I, I see some pictures on yours that are clearly a summer shot, or and it's not summery outside now. So I guess probably for best idea for you, right? You want to save an area for you. You don't want to ruin that sort of. Um, yeah, there's there's probably about a six month delay. Nice. Um, just between you know, I, I like to make sure that content's visually appealing, but I also might want to go back and retake a shot that I just didn't get a detail quite right, or or I missed something there. So. Um, you know, and I, I like to post old, old pictures too as well, because uh, these places that go and they disappear, or maybe there's a whole new graffiti there. So, you know, mm-hmm. a, a place that was an untouched home now has, you know, some vandalism or, or something going on there. So, um, you know, I like to keep places a little bit close by if I can. Um, but there's a, it's pretty interesting in the community how we, uh, we kind of share and trade places. Um, but our main goal is not to have them destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a, a great little um, summer camp out in the Penfield area, um, Camp Camp Hackamo, that was abandoned for years. And uh, some kids in went and set a fire in one of the buildings. So within a couple of months, they tore the whole, you yeah. know, there's about a dozen or so cabins there that they tore down. So, you know, there's a, there's a fine line between preserving and sharing because obviously we want to share with others. Um, other people want to see these places, but we also feel responsible when something like a fire happens. So they have to tear it down and it's a safety concern. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Um, so uh, we did have someone right in here asking. Is like uh, I don't know if I want to ask the question. I know it's not Halloween or not, but have you ever encountered sort of sort of a vibe? Like not not asking ghosts, but I'm kind of asking a ghost. Writes this uh, George. Um, you know, let's uh, paranoia, especially when you're by yourself, is is something <laughs> that can get out of control quickly. Um, I would definitely say, especially when it comes into the hospitals, there's definitely a vibe of, you know, there's some, there were some places that, you know, don't bother you. And then there's other places that I, you go home and read the history and people were kept in chicken cages. So, mm. you, you know, there's definitely a vibe to places. Um, I, I can't say that I've ever seen a ghost, um, but I, I, some weird stuff has happened. There's definitely seemed like a spark or some sort of energy floating around in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can tell, you can yeah. tell. Gotcha. Uh, so I have to be careful. We started that conversation. People start asking more of those questions. So I have a lot of fun, crea- fun uh, creative people that like to follow us here. Um, so uh, like, without getting in trouble, I like this question, without getting in trouble, what's your favorite uh, object you have saved? <laughs> the quote is from being destroyed. Um, let's see. My favorite object. I mean, except for those tokens, which are being offered. You have 20 of them for the book, right? So yes. Yes. Those I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it all back out. Um, you know, that was probably one of the um, less historical things uh, that I have found. Um, probably, I've got an 8mm projector um, mm. that was in a school. I found it up at, like, in this little cubby uh, loft area above the gym. And uh, that was something that's really cool. It's just, it's a real nice piece of art just by itself. Standing alone, you know, it's got a nice case. You take the case off, you put the reels on, and it's just, it's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. That's you know, awesome. so, you know, finding uh, something like that. But I do have a really creepy morgue tile. Um, from uh, from a hospital a little bit closer to New York City that um, I took home and that one just always rubs me the wrong way when I look at it so I like to keep it close by. Oh, <laughs> keep an eye on that one. I see how <laughs> right, it is. Right. Oh gosh. Um, 
So, uh, oh, people are asking for other uh, tips and hints, by the way, on our trivia. Uh, the next hint on the trivia is uh, we actually discussed this tower once before because there is a sort of um, uh, ominous thing that, that happened there. There is a bit of a weird history that happened there. A uh, visual, people saw some things that uh, on top of this uh, tower in uh, the Mount Hope Cemetery. Um, it's actually a... Uh, the name of the tower, actually, I'd probably just say it now since we had it as a trivia once before here, but uh, the Rochester Mirage was seen from the top of the tower in Mount Hope. You ever heard of the, the, the Rochester Mirage? You ever heard of this thing? No, this is this is all new to me. Okay, I'm, I'm so, clueless on this so one. This is good. Oh, so, uh, not to be as good that you're clueless, but uh, so the Rochester Mirage was uh, back uh, 1871, I think what it was. I could be wrong on the date now. Um, the uh, Somehow people saw uh, on the horizon... What they think it's called a Fata Morgana. It's uh, you know, if you look at the at, at, a, at a over like an ocean, you'll see this ship, like a reflected image of a ship, of sort of thing that way. But they don't know how it happened. But there was a reflection of Canada on the skyline. You actually can look above the trees, look at the Lake Ontario, and you could see Canada on the other side. It was a, and it, it's it's a. Um, the, the reason why it happens, I'll give you a quick little background on it. it uh, there's a thermal difference. There is, instead of having cold and warm, uh, you know, the air above is hotter than the air below. And the way the lake was, they think it was a perfectly smooth lake that allowed the exact weird, perfect amount of temperature that re- reflected the entire landscape of Canada 50 miles up into the sky and bounced it back at the angle of Rochester. So you could see it from the tower at Mount Hope. So you literally, and people could identify buildings, trees, mountains, everything else wow. at distance. People said they could see the structures in their side of the, so 61 miles, I think what it is, they saw. So it was, uh, but it was called the Rochester Mirage. Uh, also, that's where the strip club got the name from, the Mirage. Uh, but yeah, the Rochester Mirage was actually noticed from the top of this tower in Mount Hope. Wow. So people actually went there. It was all day. They saw it. They went dashed up the tower. Um, and uh, when people got done with work, they went and checked it. And apparently it lasted all day. They, uh, uh, science actually checked it out. It was like, it's probably this. But what the reports say and the drawings that they showed, because it was before photographs, uh, they were thinking that it must have been a crazy thermal that was the lake had to be the exact perfect way. The only way it could work out, the exact perfectly smooth, no wind. And there's a thermal change. The like sun came up and it raised the temperature just right. That It's inverted the temperature so it reflected light. At a, I mean, it was a wavelength of fifty something miles, sixty miles. So right, yeah, that's so. impressive. That's that's really cool. It sounds like a whatever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so some people know the answer. They'll probably give it in a little bit once we get close. At about nine, uh, at about eight fifty, they'll all start dashing in, get their answers in because they want those meatballs and beer. So. Uh, so you don't know the name, you don't think, do you? I, I don't know. Oh, I was, this is fine. This is great. I was thinking in a totally different direction. What were you I'm, thinking out of curiosity? Uh, you know, just something that made me think real real quick. I, I, I'm i not from the area, so I, I know as much history as I've looked into, but mm-hmm. I knew there was something with the White Lady's Castle, and that, that was a big deal. So that's just kind of what I thought first. But now that I think about it, I think that's a little bit uh, Duran Park. Yeah, Duran Park. That's up there. So Mount Hope is the cemetery there, the, which you've probably seen stuff. Yeah, uh, the White Lady Castle. Um, is actually uh, which actually side note uh, if you ever get a chance to check that out what the building really was with the castle like that's the white lady's castle it actually was a, a camp it was like an area for like uh, uh, to have like bathrooms and kitchens and stuff for people hanging out there actually was a, a, a structure called a white lady like a house and stuff for the white lady um, we'll go on the whole topic about that another time you're on we'll go about jump into history um, but uh, so actually talking about history someone actually wrote in because they're a history nut here as well is like do you have a source or how do you go about finding your history on these 
Um, Google is amazing, especially with converting old books into searchable text. Nice. Um, so a lot of the historical data I'll find are from books that were written, I would say anywhere from, you know, the early to mid 1900s all the way up to maybe 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'll find just most of my good content, um, because hopefully that was fact checked very well. <laughs> um, but having searchable text of those old documents, will just find that one little place that was mentioned in a sentence once, you know, a little par- paragraph blurb. Um, so that's that's been my my best uh, resource, um, and then tax records, things like that, will get me an address or, or a different name I need to look up and mm-hmm. uh, and, and research that way. Oh wow! Uh, the reason this person like, don't get my name out, but uh, do you ever think about working with uh, historians here or anyone who's like other bloggers? Uh, on history and taking photos? Would you work with teams if they're interested? Um, you know, that's not something I've done. Um, you know, I kind of just emerged out of the hoodlum status uh, <laughs> where I was just having fun to, um, you know, now I can actually ask for permission and about 20% of the time I'll actually get it. So, um, you know, kind of bringing this more uh, more into a positive light, I was, it's definitely something I would, I would work with. Um, I've tried to, you know, call uh, historians before and, and get a little bit of research in places, but sometimes they get real... A little weird asking questions back, like, "Well, what do you, what do you ask about this place for?" So I don't like to call too much attention to myself if I can avoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It clearly, yeah, no sense having like, "Okay, we got to send a cop out." This some guy's been talking about this place. Let's send him out. Um, so, uh, man, this has been this, this has been an enjoyable conversation. Uh, and I always tell people, chuckle. I'm I'm a visual person, and I talk about it so much on the radio. Uh, but you guys, if you get a chance to check out Night Fox Creative. Uh, just to go to the website, but Instagram is one of my favorite things. Uh, and you, plus, you get great. I mean, there's a lot of good comments. I mean, you have a lot of liked images. Every time your image goes up, it seems like a lot of liked. But you seem to have uh, a lot of great. I mean, new fans, new followers, and um, they're, they're, you don't seem to have any sort of negative on this. It seems like people are really happy with your sharing. Maybe they want to be there too, more than anything else. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always try to respond back and, and reach out back to everybody I can. Um, mm. You know, it's through everybody's. Um, love that I, I've really grown and, and it's nice to, to give back to everybody and we always usually have pretty good conversations um, you know not uh, the, what, what's there to be mad about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so I feel like I've got a great community I've got a great bunch of followers um, that have just been really good and supportive um, and uh, it's nice too because sometimes I'll get a little historical hey my grandfather went to this school or something and then I'm able oh, to message wow. and chat with them a little bit it's that's it's, so cool yeah it's, it's been it's been a really fun ride of of, uh, of taking photos and, and, and getting out and meeting people and finding these places. Um, if people uh, have suggestions for you, are you like, can they email you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love any tips of any random places you would love for me That's to That's one person just messaged. Like if, and your contact information, either Instagram or just the website too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My email's on both. That'd be the, the best way to get a hold of me for something like that. Great. Uh, now, uh, I did have a uh, photographer send a message in. It's like, are you a twilight sort of guy? Are you an ominous dark sunrise? What sort of, if you had the perfect house... What's the time of year and time of day you want to see it? Um, I, I really love fall. Um, just being in upstate New York, how can you not? Um, and then time of day, um, I, I really like my sunsets. Um, a nice, beautiful sky. And you know, I feel like we're really lucky here in Rochester. Every every night I'm like, oh, man, I should have got out earlier because there's another gorgeous sky. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah, I'll put pulling out when you know you just sensed it. Like that was a nice sunset. You know, it's that afterburn of being like, 
There were some pretty cool colors I just missed out on here. Sometimes getting out of here at the station, we'll be looking out these windows, and you see like this gorgeous light coming in. And we had a photographer on one pipe, and we're both staring at each other, clearly looking out the window, being like, "We should be outside right now, taking a picture. We should be outside taking, you know." So definitely a, a, a city that offers some great sunsets and cool colors and stuff. Um, so uh, we have uh, we actually coming up almost at the end of the show already. This is time's flying, uh, but I want to circle back around because we were talking about you have a book, uh, and how can people get this book? Uh, yeah, so the book's available for pre-order on my website right now. Um, if anybody wants to come down and do a meet-and-greet on mm-hmm. March 29th out in North Whitten Village, I'm doing a pop-up shop um, at HD Hair. Um, we're just going to be uh, out chit-chatting with people, meeting people. Um, I love talking adventures or stories or hearing about places you like to check out. So I'll have a bunch of work on display, and um, I'll have some coffee table books available for, uh, for you guys to take a look at. But um, it's definitely something that you're going to want to pick up and kind of read through, but really visually inspect. I think out of the proof book, um, that was the thing. I kind of just got lost in some images for a while, just looking at some details I, I, I you could never see on a phone or a digital screen. Oh, my gosh. Completely. Um, now, uh, the uh, so on this book, you mentioned the house in there. This is the house that you fell to the floor, right? This is the chair and the TV and stuff? Yep, yep. Nice. That's that's the cover of the book. Um, that's actually like three minutes from the, the high school that I went to. I just, I knew there was a dirt road, but I just never knew where it went. So one day when I was traveling down there, I just took just it and, and there it was. So I really love that that's a, a unique image that, you know, unless somebody's really traveling and, and looking for places that you're never going to see again. And mm-hmm. it's just such a beautiful photo of this chair and the old TV. And it, it just, it's, uh, it's, it's just so frozen in an era. It's beautiful. I have a, a friend of mine who just uh, emailed me in. Uh, she's a nurse, so this question makes sense. Do you wear masks when you go in there? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's kind of like a, a right in the beginning something you're going to figure out real quick. Um, I've got a nice 3M respirator uh, for lead, mold, and asbestos. Um, especially, she, there's a quote there. He's like, I hope she has one for lead, mold, and asbestos on this thing. Well done. You have a thumbs up for my nurse friend. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a first aid kit in the car as well. It's only been used a few times. Um, <laughs> glass, uh, glass can be tricky. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, um, oh, someone actually asked. Uh, you said there was uh, how many? Twenty coin tokens? There's twenty available uh, books. With there, the t- there was twenty available books. Um, uh, we're about half sold out with the pre-orders. Okay. Uh, I think there's there's ten or eleven left. Okay, um, that's for- what the question. They just didn't know. If- the person was, can I still get a book with the coin in it? So that was a question. Yes, yep, yep. And uh, it also comes with a large um, 13 by 19 print of the mall. You'll get a special code just uh, maybe there's a store or something that you like. So we're offering a little bit extra with the mall since it's a local local to us. Nice, nice. That's perfect. Uh, so you guys can uh, uh, follow Night Fox Creative on Instagram. Go to the website. Check that stuff out. Um, uh, so I... I we have a, a hope. So if you win the lotto, we're having a fixed car. You're having a dry, just a car going across the country is your goal here? Um, yeah. I mean, I would absolutely love to just get out and just road trip and see what else is out there. But if I win the lottery, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I would love to, to restore some more abandoned delivery. That, that would be my dream. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so the final question, by the way, the trivia, people are asking about the answer. Uh, you didn't know it. Uh, one person got it right. Tom actually wrote in saying it was called the Fandango, of all things. Literally, the name of the building is called the Fandango. Would have never guessed. You'd never have guessed it. Yeah, if you didn't know it, you didn't know it. Uh, but thanks for Tom for writing in. The other people wrote some trivia as well, That uh, some hints. Thank you for those who wrote those in. Um, but uh, so... 
B, thank you for being on the show. We had a blast. Thank you for being here. Oh, I'm, absolutely. It was great chatting with you. Uh, and uh, we'll definitely have you back. Uh, actually, we have some historians that you probably get a kick out of. We may have a conversation. We'll probably be doing a pre-recorded show, uh, do some podcasts. But people are enjoying the podcast format of our stuff. So we'll probably have you on to talk about more stuff that way as well. That well, sounds great. I can't wait. Thank you. Well, B, thank you for being here. You guys check out his work, Night Fox Creative on Instagram. is one of my favorite things. I'm actually looking at the uh, picture of the chair and the, the, uh, the TV right now in there. Uh, Matt, you want to give us some house cleaning stuff? Sure. Our intro song is Yacht, Paradise Engineering, on the album Shangri-La. Right now, we've got Manic Street Preachers, Dreaming a City. Nice, and... nice. So, uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, the folks here that have been downloading our podcast and uh, saying thank you to that. So, our podcast, you can find it at mindofmagnus at gmail.com. is the email address. But you want to check out Mind of Magnus anywhere you get your podcast from. Uh, you can do it there. It is uh, on just about every place except for, I think, Spotify, which yep. you will... Not Spotify, because it's... <laughs> I, I, if you don't trust 23andMe, Spotify is like the same thing, but for podcasts, it's terrifying. Oh, gosh. So, uh, Matt, you, Matt, thanks again for being here, by the way. Uh, thanks for keeping the station sounding good, by the way, the last box. Hey, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, so we'll be back again next week. we got some cool guests coming up. We're pretty much stocked uh, full for the next month or two. So if you guys know of anyone you want to have on, let us know. If you have good ideas, questions, guests, anything you want, let us know. Magnus Apollo on Twitter, mindofmagnus.gmail.com. Send a message to Matt Obscure on Twitter. Let the guy know he loves him. So uh, you guys, uh, thanks so much for being on. And uh, talk to you guys all next week.